0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's movie blog. I am the Critic who's a Cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man low Council. Happy Tuesday to everyone out there. There's a new graphic on the screen, so shout out to my boy, John, the flick pick, who actually designed this for me. So I'm trying it out today, seeing how it works out. Uh, I'm going to try and add some more text as I figure out exactly how to use the whole ticker function, including having a message explaining how to use Odin question on YouTube and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, But yeah. It's a, it's a new toy, and uh, so far, I like it. So far, I think it looks quite dashing, and uh, shout out once again to the Flick pick for designing that formula. Let's go ahead and shout out some people out really quick. So, we got Captain Phonemo over on Live. We got Captain K-Man over there as well. Mr. Roy, Captain Mr. Roy is celebrating a six-month sub-streak over there as well. Adam Frank is over there. What is going on, Adam Frank and the clan? Donating those four lemons over on Live. I appreciate you very, very much. We got Superfan Adam Shaw, hand over in the YouTube chat as well, as well as Frank the Tank. Clark Kent's in the YouTube chat. Zion Waters is in the chat as well. GMonkey76, X 13 Alex McCarthy, who is a member of the Odin's Movie Vlog channel. Once again, thank you so much, Alex McCarthy, for hitting that membership icon. He is using that. Okay, okay, okay gif that he has access to as a member uh and while i'm on that the subject of that shout out to the k-man out of step with reality alex mccarthy and nitrium for being my first four members on the channel so thank y'all so much for that support and i cannot wait to try and add more content for you guys over on the channel we got ruthie in the chat what's going on star wars for life we got father christopher miller, father christopher miller. hail to you father slice of pin drop in the chat as well Josue Vigilla is in the chat. Peter Sharon's here. Alex Garden says, How do you and how's it going on this fine day of Tuesday? It, it's going okay. It's going okay, but but everyone's streaming right now. Ryan from RK is streaming. What you streaming right now for, man? Uh, you <laughs> You also have Jedi Bunny streaming right now, too. And I'm like, what? Why is everyone streaming? Why is everyone now deciding to stream on Tuesdays at this time? I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me uh but i know that they're all good people i love rk outposts love jedi bunny so shout out to them uh soul assassins in the chat as well we got out of step with reality another member on the channel saying it's odin what's going on out of step with reality i appreciate you being here and thank you for being a member as well orange pill thank you very much for following me over on d live captain dean heiss says ahoy odin well ahoy to you good sir Hello, hello, hello. Um, let's see what this is. What what, what what, else is going on? Law Council, yes. Zinewater says, hey, Lord, and Hail to you. Good, sir. Hypernex13 says, I thought this would be cute. Martin Scorsese, Quinn Tarantino, Todd Phillips, and Sam Mendes bow to Bong Joon-ho, then... My friends, you bow to no one. Bow is back, error going style. Now, that would be freaking awesome. For those that are not uh, aware of the reference, uh, Bong Joon-ho, when he won the Oscar for Best Director, just did nothing but shout out all of the other directors, including getting a standing ovation for Martin Scorsese. And so that was awesome, an amazing thing. And he shouted out everyone else in the category as well. That would be awesome. Hyper, And that would be really cool to see that happen. Addisdabr the Rally says, It's Odin bringing the hammer down. Always bringing that hammer down whenever way I possibly can. Captain Phonemo says, Hedgehog good, birds bad was actually just meh. Yeah, I haven't seen Birds of Prey all the way through yet. I've, I've watched about half of it and just am not impressed just very a blah film overall. Um, definitely not a complete train wreck. I've seen complete train wrecks before, and so far, I agree with you. It's been a complete meh of a film. Allegedly, of course, me watching part of the film. Hedgehog, for me, was not great. It wasn't bad, either. It was just a kid's movie. And as a kid's movie, it's fine. I was just going and expecting a family movie. And there is a key difference. And I'm getting... It's so funny. And my review for Sonic, there were so many people hating on my review, because they thought I was too critical of it. It's like, look, all I'm saying is that it's a kid's movie. And there's nothing wrong with it being a kid's movie. I just went into it thinking that it would be a family movie. Because the difference is when it's a kid's movie, to me, kid's movies always gear more towards kids. The jokes are always geared towards kids. And there's not a whole lot of jokes for adults. I just didn't feel like Sonic had a lot of those jokes in there, right? It didn't remind me a lot of some older school comedies. Like, I would even go to the earlier uh, Pixar films, from, you know, the earlier Disney Pixar films from the 90s. Those films felt more like family films where there was a lot of adult humor in there that was kind of hidden away, that went over kids' heads. The things that you go back now and say, wait a minute, that was in that movie? Or that was in that TV series? One of the best examples is the show Animaniacs. That show, made for kids, has so much adult humor, right? That's what makes it a family show. Versus what Sonic is, which, again, this is my opinion and you are easily entitled to your own opinion, I just felt like it was more of a kid's movie, and that's not what I wanted out of it. I I wanted it to be more like Detective Pikachu, to be honest, because Detective Pikachu, to me, was more of a family film. There was a lot of stuff in there that I was able to enjoy as an adult, but there was also, of course, a lot of things that kids could enjoy as well. And I think a big part of that, though, is the voice casting and the voice acting for Sonic. I think that the voice acting had been different and had been arguably better than what it was, I probably would have had a better opinion of the film. You know, having Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu, I think, added an extra level to the character. Added that, almost that extra level of meta, where adults would be able to appreciate just even the, the randomness of, of, of his character before. Whereas with Sonic, I just didn't really have that same opinion. Again, if you love the film, hey, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad that you're happy. And guess what? I'm happy that the film is doing well. I'm ecstatic that the film is doing well. I'm loving the fact it's doing well at the box office because I still stand by that film should be doing well because it respected the fans. It paid respect to the fans, and I still hold to that. So I don't know why everyone was getting so very sensitive about my thoughts on the movie. (laughs) Uh, Captain Neist, thank you for the two ice cream donation as well. Uh, Captain Phonema says, Sonic was a good kids movie. It was also a nice palate cleanser after all the Oscar movie watching. I think that makes sense. No, Captain makes to me, that makes total sense. That makes absolute total sense to me. Um, And yeah, I think that you're right. I think that it is definitely a film that, is unlike a lot of the stuff that we have coming out in modern Hollywood, and it's fine. It's fine. Uh, the K-Man, thank you for the ice cream donation. I appreciate it very, very much. All right, jump back over to D-Live. All right, sorry, jump back over to the YouTube. Welcome to my madhouse says, <laughs> I am so glad Odin liked my movie. Welcome to my madhouse. It's been a long time since I've seen that channel name in here. is in here. What's going on, Demogeni? He says, hail, brother. Hail to you. Good, sir. Thank you very much for stopping by. Check out Demogenized channel. He's a good dude. He's a good, cool dude. Slicer Neons says, don't, don't take those monks giving you the silent treatment personally. It's just what they do. I see what you did there, Slicer. Uh, that's referencing, I, I went on a retreat this weekend to a Benedictine monastery, and it was awesome. Uh, it was definitely a, more of a low-key retreat, not heavy-duty at all, but we actually got to pray the Liturgy of the Hours with them. Uh, and so we were up, I was up at the very least, not everyone in the group was. Some of the students were, were just, you know, they slept in, which of course is what they'll do. Uh, getting up at 5.30 is really not their, their scene. For me, though, it is. I was like, oh, I was up at 5, I got to shower and then I was ready for prayer and it was just an amazing experience. And so I'm trying to now carry that over into my daily life. Got up at six this morning, actually to pray, uh, the divine office to pray, uh, office of readings is what it's called now in morning prayer, because that's what we prayed with them, which for them, it's called, uh, Matins and Lauds for anyone that's old school, any old school Latin people out there. That's what it, the hours originally were called. And it's still called for monks to this day, especially those under the rule of St. Benedict. But it was great. It was awesome. Had a great experience with that. Um, Um, But, yeah, I see what you did there. And these were not silent monks, by the way. So these are monks that did not take a vow of silence. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, be grateful you have a Best Buy near you. I just got back from driving six hours to drop my laptop off (laughs) today at Geek Squad. Nearest one is three hours away. Holy crap. Three hours away? That's insane. Wow. Wow. I've never lived in a town where there hasn't been a Best Buy at least within 30 minutes. Damn, that's 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 crazy. Uh, Sarah, what's going on over on DLive? Says, a Benedict Cumberbatch Monastery? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Sarah. A Benedict Cumberbatch Monastery. You're exactly right. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, now John Talks just went live. Of course he did. John Talks, I feel like, goes live every single day now. John, Talk- John Talks is live streaming too much. He needs to, he needs to calm down a little bit. He needs to calm down just a little bit. Maybe just a little bit. Maybe just a wee bit to calm down, perhaps. Uh, Father Father Chris Miller says, also disagree with you on Sonic. Thought it was awesome. Predictable, yes, and geared towards children, but still a fun story. Be blessed again. Father, I respect that opinion. I will say this much though. I The biggest part to me that I hated was the product placement because it was so obvious. And I know some people found that funny, but to me, I was like, really like that that was my reaction to it I was like really oh I was just on Zillow and I'm like that's how you're gonna do it you're not even gonna try and be like nice and subtle about it and I know that for some people they found that funny I think that the reason why I didn't find that nearly as funny is because I think in one of the reviews that I had watched prior to they had mentioned the product placement and so when it happened I was like oh It really is blatantly obvious that they're doing it. And I just personally just did not really find that as funny. Uh, Captain Mr. Roy, thank you for the diamond donation over on DLive. And also thank you for the five ice cream donation as well. I appreciate you. I appreciate you as Captain Mr. Roy is dropping the gif of me dancing over there. Thank you very much, good sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, let us see here. Hypern 13 says, Dude, you're not the only one. Amazing Lucas gave his honest thoughts on Sonic just like you, and he has 2,000 dislikes. Dude, Hypern, it's so insane. It's amazing how all of these hardcore fans come out to defend their films. I remember when I was being critical of Endgame, the Marvel fans hated me. They went after me, they destroyed me in the like to dislike ratio and in the comment section. Whenever I went after the DCEU films, right? When I didn't love Aquaman, because I gave a C plus to Aquaman but because I wasn't just praising the altar of the DCEU and because I've mentioned uh, in passing that I thought that Zack Snyder was not a good director and was (laughs) was not a good visionary person for the DC universe they went crazy it's amazing how fans are just so sensitive to that kind of stuff right it wasn't even like I was being an ass about it either I was just giving my honest thoughts and honest opinions you know if I'm being an ass about it hey obviously at that point I'm welcoming that if I'm going to be an ass about it, yeah, absolutely come after me. But when I'm just saying, hey, this is just my honest thoughts, I just don't get it. I just I just don't get it. Let's see. Adam over on uh, DLive uh, says, uh, thank you for the donation to Odin. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Cabin Nemo says it is the internet, it needs to hate something. You're right, internet always needs to hate us on hate on something. Cabin High says allegedly watched Ford v Ferrari over the weekend, excellent movie. Guess I'll actually have to buy it now, dude. Yeah, don't, don't you, don't you allegedly watch that movie because that's a fantastic film that deserves your money. Ford v Ferrari does. Uh, Sarah says I like BVS director's cut. I haven't seen the director's cut because no matter what you tell me adding an th- extra 30 minutes of footage is not going to fix the major problems of the film because it's not just the story. That's the problem with the movie. It's the characters. It's the CGI. Almost every aspect of the film is problematic, and that can't be fixed with 30 minutes of extra footage. Just saying. Just just saying, man. Oh, out of Step with Reality says, Heads up, they have a pre-order for Sonic the Hedgehog Steelbook on Xavi. Also to inform anyone else interested. Yes, yeah, so for me, I do not plan on picking that movie up on Blu-ray. I don't plan on picking... As I said, I just wasn't a big fan of it. And again, that's going to happen. We're going to have movies that we like together. We're going to have movies that we disagree on. And obviously, I think a lot of people in my community really did enjoy and really do like Sonic. And hey... I respect y'all's opinions on that. It's just not my opinion that I share. But for anyone that is interested, on Xavi right now, there is a Sonic the Hedgehog steelbook available for pre-order. Again, I do not plan on buying the 4K steelbook version of the film. Um, Once we start doing giveaways, once the Blu-ray is out, I don't mind giving that one away and buying it to give away to others that want it. But I do not plan on buying one for myself. Just, again, just not really my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. 70B says We Valks are here And are ready Boom Stephanie B and Tina B in the chat Thank you very much Valks For being here Being awesome as always Size Neon says Maybe your opinion Will change When you bring some kids With you To a movie like Sonic And <laughs> Oh man Yeah for those That didn't see my review I had this little kid This little movie critic Next to me Who even from the trailers Was making commentary It was amazing Imagine having Your own personal Audio commentary For a movie only it's a child and they're an idiot. <laughs> that's what I had the whole time during Sonic. And some people say and I think that there's some validity to it to be honest that well maybe that took away from your experience, maybe that's one of the reasons why you didn't like it. But for me, I feel like if a movie's really really good, for me at least, even that kind of nonsense can't distract away from the, you know, from the greatness of the film. I was I was falling asleep. Like I was actually on the brink of falling asleep in the movie, I, I was bored, right? I, again, I can't fix that. I can't change that. And if you don't like that, I say these things, then you don't like people giving their honest opinions on things, and, and that that's up to you. But I'm just being honest here. I found a lot of it boring, and it was, and the reason why is because for me, it became across as more of a kids' movie. I wasn't able to really connect to it at all. And I know that there's some people out there that are saying, well, of course it's a kids' movie. What do you expect? I expected a family film. Family films I love. I love family movies because there's something for everyone. That's why it's called a family movie. It's for, It has something for everyone. It has something for the kids, for the teenagers, and for the parents. This one, to me, geared more towards the kids, right? Were there a couple moments you could argue were, were funny and entertaining for the adults? Sure, absolutely, right? I think that you could argue that there's moments like that in there. For me, there just weren't enough. And that's just me. That's just a personal preference on me. Um let us see here or what else is going on. We got the D live chat uh is going crazy. Sarah says, What did you give Alita? I gave E I gave Alita, I believe, an A minus or an A. Uh, I thought that film was fantastic. I personally liked that film a lot. I thought the story was great. The CGI effects, also very impressive. The Uncanny Valley still could not be totally overmatched, but I think for what they had with the technology, it was brilliant. I have that one on 4K. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Also, uh, since Sarah, you're new over on DLive, if you have a question or comments, just put at Odin at the beginning of it. That way I know you're not talking to anyone else in the chat. Uh, and that way I know to contact you, or rather that's the way I know to read your message and to and to talk and to answer the questions and everything like that. So you don't have to donate or anything over on DLive or on YouTube for that matter, uh, but just let me know that you're you're talking to me. So at Odin over on DLive. If you're over on YouTube, put Odin question, all one word, Odin question. It'll pop up orange on my screen on YouTube, and I'll know, hey, you're trying to get my attention. All right, let's see. All right, chat jumped on me like it normally does. I'm sure people have made a drinking game out of that already. <laughs> all right, let's see. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Where did we leave off? Uh, let's see. Hyperin says, that's why I appreciate your honesty, even if sometimes I could disagree with you on some movies. You are the cynical critic after all. That's the other thing, too. Like, seriously, that's the thing that I don't understand. When I open up with every video saying I am the critic who is a cynic, and I'm cynical about a movie, wh- what were you expecting? <laughs> were you expecting the optimist? Because that's just not who I am, right? I consider myself to be more of a realist, but many people take my realism, a realis- realistic? realism as cynicism, right? And I do admit that I can definitely be cynical on a lot of things, but I own that, right? I own that I can be cynical on those things, which is why it's a part of my tagline. It's part of the reason why I say that every single video. It's not just some fun thing I say, it's because it's true uh Jeremy Swig says hello hello, hello. I missed you guys. I missed you Jeremy Swiggs I miss everyone in here. Uh, you guys are all freaking awesome. Uh, wasted anguish, I see you in here. What's going on? Uh, Alice McCarthy says, I got up at six, then I realized it was six, so I went back and to sleep until eleven. Well, I have school, so I can't, I can't sleep in that late, but I got up at six and I was like, this is perfect. Ended up having enough time to pray for everything, was able to do even just a little schoolwork before leaving, and then got to go to mass in the morning. It was great. It was awesome. Uh, Zinewater says, I get that getting up early for church stuff. I know many who go to our temples early in the morning and they find it very spiritual. There's something about the early morning hours that's just very beneficial, right? You know, everything's still dark, it's calm, it's quiet. And I think that's kind of like that perfect time to be able to, you know, quiet down, you know, get ready for the day. It's a good, it's a great way to start the day. I I could definitely recommend it. See Hybrid X13 says, I watched a documentary on World War I, and it's interesting seeing how certain empires like Austria-Hungary and Ottoman fell, and also America's involvement to help the British and French. Yeah, World War I is the war that is the most overlooked, I believe, right? Because obviously World War II had a tremendous impact, and a lot of lives were lost. And of course, it is, you know, there's a reason why they're both called world wars, right? But World War One, to me, which is one of the reasons why I like 1917, is a film, or rather, is a is a is a war. I actually would like more information about. As far as movies go, you know, I get most of my information from, you know, audiobooks and from movies, right? Those are my two main mediums these days. And I would love to see more films, not dealing with, you know, not random dramedies, you know, that are dealing with, you know, fictional elements to the wars. But, you know, actual, like, Saving Private Ryan type films, but for World War One instead. You know, focusing on actual events, focusing on things that happened during the war. Even for me, as you just mentioned, saying, talking about all the empires and, and all the, you know, the countries that, that existed during that time. I would love to find out more about that, and, you know, obviously people could say, read a book, <laughs> read a history book, um, I'm, I'm not much for reading an actual book, and audiobooks to textbooks don't really transfer very well either, so I would love for them to be able to spend a little bit of extra time on that period of history, that'd be great. Let's uh, see, Sarah over on DLive says, did you like It Follows? I did, actually, I, I did. I thought that, and I don't like horror films typically, but I feel like the the twist in that movie, you know, the, the main premise of the film was very intriguing and was able to really just keep my attention on, on the film. Obviously, I don't like, this <laughs> is just, just me in general, I don't like when films have to focus on the element, you know, on sexual elements too much, but I think that for a horror film, I think that it actually had some really interesting commentary um, about sexuality itself. So I thought, I thought I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, I overall liked the film. Uh, I thought it was very interesting. Let's see, Tina. I uh, said you said that Olive Garden line, and I started laughing, and I don't even know why. Maybe lack of sleep from packing this week. Yep, seriously. Like the the Olive Garden stuff to me was just a little was just a little too much. <laughs> it was it was a little too much for me. And I know that for some people, they probably thought it was funny. And hey, I'm glad that you I'm glad you liked it. I I just for me it was too much for me. It was a little too much for me. Uh, let's see what else we got going on. Bruce, what's going on, Bruce? Tina says, 70 and I only criticized your weak opinion of Aquaman because of Jason Momoa and the fact that real dolphins can't act yet. Otherwise, you are good. Yeah, so Tina and Steph have gone after me for my opinions in Aquaman, but it's because they are just obsessed and in love with Jason Momoa. And guess what? I can respect that, right? When they say we love the movie because we love Jason Momoa, I say, okay, I understand that. He's a beautiful man. That makes sense to me. (laughs) You know, I look a little bit further past that, but hey, at least I can respect that. Jeremy Swig says, Odin's paraphrasing. Come at me, bro. Yes. Yes, indeed. Darkness says, which is worse, internet or Disney? Internet for sure. Yeah, I mean, Disney is an empire and all empires fall. The internet is just a whole other animal altogether Spartan Jeremy says I have a question an Odin question how are things my man I see what you did there well thank you for the question things are going fine uh voice is a little tired today don't really know why uh and overall my my spirits are high uh had had a little bit of less sleep last night than normal but for the most part doing okay Doing just fine. Kat Vonimo over on d says, I never understood the appeal of It Follows, and I've watched it like six times. <laughs> yeah, and it's a film I can understand is not for everyone. It's kind of like, I watched that film the same time or I watched a Australian horror film called The Babadook, which I also thoroughly enjoy too. And I think that the main reasoning as to why both of those films are usually put in the same category is because not everyone is a fan right not everyone is going to enjoy it the same way not everyone is going to be able to i guess not just get it but also enjoy that type of filmmaking right and enjoy that type of storytelling and they're not for everyone they're not everyone's cup of tea like those are films where i'm like hey i can understand why i enjoy it but i can also understand why other people might not enjoy it as well so uh reed thank you very much for for the donation and uh, sadly because Uh, Streamlabs just sucks nowadays, I'm going to have to pull up a separate window now because I want to read that whole chat, but holy crap, Reed, thank you very much for the $30 donation uh, via Streamlabs, that's freaking awesome, thank you, thank you, thank you, Uh, so let me see if I can find my notifications over, now I have to actually go to uh, the dashboard over on the website instead, and it's just ridiculous. It's just so, it's just so ridiculous. I don't understand. Uh, see, this is what I used to have, and I don't have it anymore. So, anyway, Reed, thank you very much for the donation. Says, how can it be expected that a show based on existing fan base would succeed if it does not follow its history and characters? Now, history war films are under fire as it does not fit the narrative. If you do not know history, then you repeat it. And that's, Reed, there's so much truth to that. If you don't know your history, you are indeed doomed to repeat it. And that's why that is a very common expression. But also, you make a great point about everything else, right? Again, how can you expect it for a show based on existing fan base to succeed in anything if you don't acknowledge the history and the characters? There's so much truth to that. That That's something that Star Wars, that Lucasfilm, could easily learn from. If you're going to try and tell a story but ignore everything that came beforehand and say, kill the past if you have to then how in the hell could you expect that to succeed? If you're going to make Birds of Prey and you're going to make all the characters not like the characters in the comics because you're trying to push an agenda, why would anyone want to watch that? That's why Sonic is doing well, because Sonic is the character. Sonic is not trying to be anything else but the character from the games, right? Obviously, it's trying to expand to a broader audience, too, but it does so by respecting the original fan base as well. So very wise words as always, Reed. So thank you for that donation. Thank you for the wise words as always, and you're you're spot on, Reed. You are absolutely spot on there. Um. All right, jumping back over to the D live for a second before Ghost. I see you there. Uh, says. Uh, <laughs> Uh, making making some uh, NPC noises over there. Uh, Sarah says, have you watched the short film Astartis? No, I've actually never heard of it either. Uh, let me know more. Adam says, I enjoyed watching you and the babies in the snow. Just wanted you to tell brother. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. So he's talking about uh, the video I made over on the Welcome to Asgard channel of my dogs playing in the snow for the first time. First time they had ever experienced snow about a week or so. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's only been like a week and a half or so since the snow came, and they were loving it. It was great. It was so freaking beautiful too. So uh yeah check out the secondary channel. Welcome to Asgard if you want to see that. Uh Vampire Dude, thanks for the follow and for the lemon donation. Thank you very much, Vampire Dude. I appreciate it. Alright, jump back over to the YouTube chat as well. Um let us see here. Uh, Hybrid X13 says, Random fun fact, J.R.R. Tolkien wasn't a fan of Frank Herbert's novel, Dune, but he was classy enough to still be a gentleman and recommend it to others to try it out. Boom, and th- and that's what it is, right? That's what it really comes down to. It comes down to the fact that even though he personally did not like it, he was able to appreciate a certain element to it, right? And that- that's what I've always I've always tried to be that, you know, I've always tried to have that approach where, hey, even if I don't like something, even if I'm not the biggest fan of something, if I can appreciate some artistic, you know, artistic value, or if I can appreciate some, you know, special quality to it, then you know what? I'm going to call that out, and I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Also, it looks like, I don't know why a notification didn't pop up, um, but um, Edgardo Martinez, thank you very much for, be- for becoming a member of the channel. I don't know why it didn't it didn't give you props, man. But thank you for becoming a member over on YouTube. Edgardo Martinez says, "Okay, I made it early today. Glad to see you in the chat, man, and thank you for becoming a member." I don't know uh, why it didn't uh, it didn't pop up that you did, you had become a member, uh, but yes, I have memberships now. By the way, if you have not been able to tell from my videos, there's now a nice little shiny join button. So if you want to have access to gifts. Uh, which Alex McCarthy has been using. If you also want to get access to extra content, descriptions are available. If you hit the join button, you'll see all the different tiers and all the different content you get. Uh, The one that's really cool right now is at the $10 tier, you get access to a special podcast. Uh, It's a bi-weekly podcast that I'm doing with John the Flick Pick. So one episode currently is live on the channel, and we're going to be recording our next one within the next few days or so. Uh, It should be premiering next week. We're trying to record this week. If not this week, then next week. It'll be live next week, though. So if that's something that interests you, Check out the memberships over on YouTube. Uh, obviously, you have Patreon, Subscribestar as well. But for some people, they like memberships on YouTube as well. So, Edgar Martinez, thank you very much for becoming a member on the channel. Appreciate you, bro. Um, Let us see here. Let us see here. Uh, Hybrid X13 said, I had some annoying children when I watched a screening for Princess Mononoke. So, I totally get where you're coming from, Odin. Ah, oh, And that's that's the worst kind of film too because those are films that are not made for kids. Those are films that are made, I would say, actually for a more mature audience, but are, again, those are more family-oriented films, right? And what I love about Studio Ghibli is that it shows animation is not just a kid genre. It's also one that can be made for adults. It's also one that can be made for just families in general. So that's, yeah, that's a a film I would not want that kind of distraction for. Uh, That's for damn sure. Uh, adam thank you very much for posting links i'm not sure what those are links to uh but i appreciate you linking i'm assuming those are to the secondary channel um all right let's see all right bruce made a comment uh but let me go ahead and uh, uh chat jumped on me once again so let me let me scroll back a little bit let me scroll back a little bit just that way i can try and get everyone's comments Alright, Bruce says, it's okay Odin, it'll be a Blu-ray buy if not for me, then for the grandkids. I am normally the one that buys them the Blu-ray of the movies that they like, so Bruce talking there about Sonic, and yeah, it seems like that kind of movie, right, if you're buying it for the kids, if you're buying it for, you know, a family member, you know, things like that, that makes sense to me, right, and even if you enjoy, if you're a Sonic fan and you enjoy the film, that makes total sense, that makes total sense to me as to why you would buy it, for sure. Uh, Darkness says, I like to lead it, but it's overrated in my opinion. And Darkness, you're entitled to your opinion, man. Absolutely entitled to your opinion. I personally enjoyed it a lot. I feel that it was underrated because obviously critics were not a huge fan of it. Obviously, audience members and fans of the you know, fans of the movie, I think, overhype it. But I, I think that it's not that it's overhyped, it's that we are trying to make up for all of the media backlash against it, right? The media were hard against that movie, and still to this day are trying to say that, oh, she was over-sexualized the character and therefore we can't enjoy the film. So I think that it comes across as being overhyped, but it's not, you know, if that makes any sense, it's not actually being overhyped, right? Because is it a film with flaws? Absolutely. But I think that it's a damn good time at the cinema. That's where I cur- That's where I personally stand on that issue um let's see nathan slay says i had a woman who bought who brought their baby to toy story 4 and was sitting next to me what a fantastic experience and you know what they feel bad i feel so bad for it too because it's not the baby's fault it wasn't that kid sitting next to me's fault it's the parents fault it's it's just like anytime you're anywhere and the kid starts crying or going crazy i look at the parents because i'm just like if that was me if i was bringing my kid to a movie and my kids started crying. I would walk out. I would bring my child out into the hallway and calm them down. I don't care how much I paid for a ticket. If I went into a movie, I knew I was going into an auditorium with other people who also paid for that movie. Because I have something that's called common decency for others. And I just wish that there were <laughs> more people out there. Parents these days, man. They need to have more understanding. They need to have more understanding. Uh, Sarah over on DLAW says, I think Alita showed a lot of movies. How action's done. I agree. And also, I think that for the CGI they use, it was very impressive. Captain Fonimo says, I'm gonna buy Sonic simply because they respected the fans and their thoughts and didn't hate the fans. Right there, man. That's why I wanted to go see it. That's the only reason why I spent money on that movie, was because they respected the fans. And I wanted to give it some love. Uh, Captain Dean Heiss says, if Alita was overhyped, where were the award nominations? No, no, no. So, here's the thing. Dean Heiss. Captain Dean Heiss. What... The other person was saying, and I think that's what I'm saying too, is that it obviously was not overhyped by the elites. It was not overhyped. It was very underrated by critics, underrated by the Hollywood elitist. But when you look to the hardcore fan base, the elita fan base, a lot of people you know, act like it is the greatest film of all time. And I enjoy the movie. It's a great movie. Is it one of the top 10 best movies of all time? No, it's not. But a lot of people... Act like it is. But I think the reason why, and to to kind of defend them, I think the reason why a lot of people that are fans of the film act in that way is because of the attacks against the movie. It's because of the overly critical media that really just tried to undermine it in every single way, mostly because it was really, you know, whether people agree with me or not on this there really was this battle between Alita and Captain Marvel, right? One had a strong female character um, who was being pushed to the max. The other had a strong character in general, right? So you had one character that was perceived to be, well, I actually should correct that. One had a character that was supposed to be a strong female character. But by the way, did we mention she's a female character? Oh, by the way, she's a strong female character who's not a good character at all, Captain Marvel. While on the other hand, you had an actual strong character who happened to be a woman, who happened to be female, right? And that's, of course, Alita. Alita was the good character who happened to be female, but no one really cared about that because she was a strong character. And there were great characters and great actors throughout that entire film. So hopefully that makes more sense as to what I mean by that. I am not saying by any means that Alita is an overrated movie. I love the movie. I loved it. Um, but hopefully that makes a little more sense. Um, let's see. Sarah says a cool animation movie is ma Makia. Okay. I'd never heard of that before. Never heard of that under before. Uh, Kathleen Heiss says just misunderstood. Missed the part of the conversation was listening from across the room. No problem at all. Kathleen the And I, f- I figured that there was a misunderstanding cause I would never have said that. <laughs> um, because I think if anything, it's underrated by critics and by Hollywood, uh, because the fact that Alita did not get nominated for, uh, visual effects is criminal. I mean, the visual effects on that movie were just freaking phenomenal. Uh, Sarah then says, I think Ghost in the Shell did the opposite. The action was watered down compared to the original. And I'm going to be honest, I actually did not like either version of Ghost in the Shell. But that's also because anime really isn't my genre, typically. Uh, you know, Anime tends not to be the genre that I'm most drawn to. I don't know why. Just, again, certain... Yeah, certain uh, film genres are, you know, people are drawn to certain film genres over. I'm just not a big fan of those uh, of those of anime genres in general when it comes to movies, at least from the films that I've watched. Right. Because I've seen Ghost in the Shell. Wasn't a big fan of it. I've seen Akira. Wasn't a big fan of that one either. Right. Don't hate it. I don't think it's trash. Just wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, Reed, thank you for another $30 donation by Streamlabs. Thank you so much for donating via Streamlabs, by the way. I really do appreciate that. Uh, Reed says, 10 gods cannot change the opinion of one fool, especially if another fool agrees with him. Abraham Miller. It is appreciated when you get an honest opinion from someone that respects your opinion, even if it's different. Thank you, Reed. Yes, I'm going to read that again. 10 gods cannot change the opinion of one fool, especially if another fool agrees with him. And there's so much truth to that statement. And you're right. You know, I... There's so many people on this channel, so many parts and so many members of Asgard that have various opinions on various films. We don't always agree on everything. You know, me and Alex McCarthy, we're we're disagreeing all the time on films. But it comes out and comes down to a level of respect. Do we respect each other? Do we at least are we at least able to see common ground, right? Because I think that most of the time, if there's a disagreement, if we can at least agree on the fundamentals, right? Of, wait a minute, you know, is there actual good writing? Is there actual good visual effects? Can we at least agree on the negative parts of a film, right? Those are the types of conversations that we can have to say, hey, I can still enjoy a film subjectively, but still understand that objectively there might be flaws with it, right? And that's what it comes down to. It comes down to saying, hey, we can agree to disagree, but let's also try and stay as honest as we can about the product in front of us and not be blinded by the lights, as it were, right? You know, not to be blinded by the lights. All right, jumping back over and thank you very much Reed for another very 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 generous donation via Streamlabs. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Bruce, uh d- 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 okay, I got that one already. Um let us see. Legit36 says you already know media and blue check marks are still uh steaming with Joker didn't cause an incel uprising. You're right, man. I remember when when Joker was coming out, that film got destroyed by critics. Got destroyed by Hollywood. They hated it. They hated it because they they were just like, "No, we can't have this movie. This movie can't be successful." And sure enough, the audience has said, "Yeah, screw you. It's a great film." It's a great film. And it you know, even though it only won a few, it got 11 Oscar nominations. It's got I think the most Oscar nominations of any of the films this year. So, you know what? <laughs> Joker got the last laugh in the end of the day. Ah, uh, Jeremy Swig says, I had the same during Frozen Two, except the parents also wouldn't shut up. What we need is Anne and Jeremy with us. That stuff doesn't fly with them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cause I'm not that person that would speak to someone. I already felt bad enough in the film uh, in the showing of Sonic because there was someone sitting in my seat. Now we have a lot of these theaters, these giant theaters with reserved seating. And I had one seat in the middle. And then this group family of like six had like six seats. And one of them was in my seat and I was I, I hated doing that, right? I just I would I'm that person where normally I would just go somewhere else, but because it was my reserve seat and I didn't know how crowded it was gonna be because it was gonna be pretty crowded, I was like, Yeah, you know, uh, this is my seat. And then I don't think they ever knew where they were supposed to be. <laughs> um, but at one point one of their kids who was a teenager yelled something at the screen, so I was like, oh, <laughs> It's going to be one of those screens. It's going to be one of those days. Uh, but yeah, I I don't like to talk to people. So yeah, I'm not that person that says, you're being too loud or can you get off your phone? I, I hate confrontation. Uh let's see. Father says, not a spoiler since it was in the Sonic trailer, but how does the guy's truck still work after the EMP? I don't know, man. I don't know. It sounds more like a plot hole to me. Sounds more like a plot hole to me, my friend. Nathan Slay says, do you have any hope that Joker will beat uh, Toy Story 4? Um, Not really, and the reason why is because Joker really isn't playing in a lot of locations right now. Uh, It had a a slight re-release, but I don't think it's going to get in enough screens and be seen by enough people, because most people that love the movie own it already, so I don't think that it will. There's always a chance that it could. I don't think that it will, though. I would say that it has a better chance of lasting out Rise of Skywalker and it's already made more than Rise of Skywalker, but holding on to that number than passing Toy Story 4. But again, I'll I'll keep a lookout on the numbers for that. Uh, Father says, Kansas City, Missouri is where the World War I Museum is at. Been there a few times. Still need to visit the World War II Enola. Okay, I did not know there was a World War I Museum in uh, Kansas City. So that's really cool. Um, Yeah, the World War II Museum in New Orleans, by the way, is phenomenal. It is fantastic. Definitely do Beyond All Boundaries, which is a cool 4D experience Uh, It's fantastic. The museum is wonderful. I love that museum. It it really is great. I've been there several times and I love it. So, man, I wow. Yeah, if I'm ever there, I'm going to have to check out the World War One museum. Uh, Zinewater says World War One is a very strange war. It's a bridge between older styles of war and modern warfare. You have to understand World War One to understand World War Two as well. World War II is almost a continuation. Yeah, you're right. You know, if you know the history of it, there's definitely that connection that can be seen because what was done to Germany is what led to, you know, Hitler gaining power, you know, gaining power and authority. So, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And I would love to see a film cover that. I would love to see a film cover that history. And if anyone knows of any good World War One films that cover, you know, all of those key events, let me know. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Swig says, "If you wouldn't mind saying a prayer for me, I have uh, an ethics paper to write, and I'm a to- I'm at a total loss." Definitely will, man. Good luck on that paper. Uh, Sasha Neon says, "Catholic events are always so crowded; everyone attends in mass." But <laughs> I see what you did there, slicer. Oh, you crazy, you crazy little guy! You, you crazy. Alice McCarthy says, "The wife works till eleven, so I usually don't ever go to sleep until three a.m." That's right. I remember you telling me about that. Uh, Edgardo Martinez says the motives for world war one deserve attention. You're right. You're right. And I, I, wish that we could get more movies that would cover that. Orange air reviews says am late would have been on time, but the blue devil was pestering me. Uh, sorry to hear that, but glad that you are here. Pindrop says a product placement in Sonic was cringe. Yeah. Some people thought it was funny. I, I thought it was a bit cringe. I thought it was a bit cringe. Also, um, members in the chat right now. So Edgardo and, uh, you know, uh, Alex, are the GIFs working? Because I, I see the images, but are they moving? Please let me know. Because this is the first stream that I've done since memberships went live. And I want to make sure that all that stuff is working to the best of their ability. If it's not, then that is going to be one of my key projects try and get uh those things going because it's one of the things I'm most excited about is having uh the gifts working. If not getting gifts and at the very least getting some stickers for you guys to to have fun with. A hypernext 13 says I want to see a saving private Ryan or Schindler's List style World War II movie about Japan invading Southeast Asia, also the Pacific War. It's pretty overlooked. You're right. The Pacific theater is I would say more overlooked than anything else. Usually they focus on the other side of the war instead. Yeah. That would be awesome. I would love to see a Saving Private Ryan version of, you know, every war, right? World War One, uh, all the different parts of World War One, and also I would say the Pacific Theater in World War II as well. That'd be really cool. And I think one could argue, because didn't Clint Eastwood do a little bit of that with, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, Letters, from Iwo, uh, Letters from Iwo Jima, where he focuses more so on the Japanese side of the war? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really speak to that. Uh, Rob D says, I thought it was funny when Tom asked Sonic why he has to take him to San Francisco. And Sonic basically replied with, because I don't know how to get to San Francisco. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Swiggs, yeah, the product placement was obvious, but I found it funny like I did with Wayne's World. Yeah, but I just guess, uh, yeah, I, the way it came across, for me at least, right? For me, the way it came across um, wasn't wasn't very, I wasn't very fond of it, so... All right, let's see. Jumping over on to D Live, Sarah says. Uh, Sarah Cruz says, "I like anime because it's hyper realism." And again, I-, I think that it's definitely a genre that a lot of people enjoy. I- I've just I like anime shows more so than anime movies, right? So I love things like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, um, which I know is kind of like a. <laughs> I don't want to say a poor man's version of anime, but it's kind of like that gateway where most people tend to like that you know, and aren't into other anime genres. Um, And Cowboy Bebop is another one. I guess you could say they're more mainstream animes. Those are the kind of stuff I like. And then I love things that Studio Ghibli does. But that's pretty much the extent of of my anime desires and likes. Uh, The K-Man over on D-Life says, Like Olive Garden, we're all family here. Okay, I'll see myself (laughs) out. yeah the Olive Garden one just went a little too far for me a little just a little too far uh howl what's going on lil howl over on d lab thanks for the follow uh, Adam says the gifts are not moving okay I'll have to look into that then I'll have to look into that later on. Very sorry for my members over on YouTube that they are not moving. I upload them as gifts they should be moving, but I'll have to check that out later on uh let's see here uh greta what's going on greta greta is in the chat she says hello odin and everyone welcome back greta glad to have you here bruce says i own world war one world war two and uh, korea and vietnam documentaries i find them all so very interesting very very nice Zine Waters says, about the Babadook, I'm not a fan of horror, but the lead actress in that film is in an Australia television show I like. 1920s lady detective show, fun 1920s stuff, and flirty dialogue. Very cool. Yeah, I've, I don't know the show you're talking about, but she's great in the Babadook. She is a fantastic actress in that film. Uh, Orange at Review says, Empires fall. Wait, one picks up phone. Hello, Zemo. I have a job for you. Another empire needs to fall. <laughs> Uh, says, is it lent all the fish sandwich commercials are back it starts next week so for those that aren't aware Ash Wednesday is a week from tomorrow a week from tomorrow Uh, Nitrium my member what's going on Nitrium he says hail Odin hail to you good sir thank you very much for being a member of the channel I appreciate it and also I think that what I'll plan to do while the memberships are relatively low is if you're a member I'm just going to read your comment regardless and uh, you might not have to worry about tagging me in it. Uh, obviously, still try and tag me if because if I'm gonna if I, if I read it and I see you're not talking to me, I might still skip over it. But I'm gonna give you all some special attention because you are my members, and I appreciate it. Jeremy Swig says, "Do you plan on attending the Phantom Menace convention when the details get sorted out?" Um, I'm gonna be honest, probably not. And the reason why is because it is a comics gate. It feels to me more so and. Again, I could be totally off base on this. It feels more to me like a comic skate convention featuring the Phantom Menace. If we do an official just Phantom Menace convention, absolutely, I would love to do that. Would love to do that. I'm not a part of Comic Skate. I have no desire to be a part of Comic Skate. I've seen way too many crazy people coming out of Comicsgate. Uh, a couple of them have stalked me on other channels, right? You you've seen if you've ever watched Friday Night Tights. Comicsgate people are the ones that cause me a lot of trouble in, in the chats, right? In the comments section, because they're obsessed with what they think is cancel culture, which really is not. You know, they, they are borderline harassing a lot of people. So, um, and that's not me saying anyone that's a part of Comicsgate either, right? But I am not associated with Comicsgate. Don't really want to be associated with Comicsgate, mostly because I'm not a comics guy. Right, I have no reason to be associated with them because I'm not a comics guy. Um, so I'm, you know, the one that's being talked about that EVS announced. I probably won't. Um, and I, I, the people that I know, I don't think a lot of us are either. I think a lot of people are gonna be a part of it who are also Phantom Menace types. But yeah, um, I have no plans to. I have not been told about anything. I've not been invited to anything. Um, but it sounds to me more like a comics gate convention featuring the Phantom Menace and uh that's not really my scene that's not really my scene um all right let's see see. chat jumped on me like it always does um let's see here let's see here where are we in the chat all right no comments were skipped thank the lord thank the lord no comments were skipped uh, da, 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 da. All right. My members are talking to other people. Uh, Edgardo Martinez says, Glad to be a member. A friend suggested that bad design Sonic was planned for marketing. Don't believe, but it would make the same point to producers. What do you think? Yeah, I've heard that going around, and that was bound to be, you know, that was bound to be a point that they try to bring about is, oh, it was all planned. Similar to how, you remember how there was the conspiracies going around that Joker's controversy was dredged up by the studio and that that's the reason why the film ended up doing so well? I don't think so. I think that there are enough people in Hollywood and in the media that were crazy enough to really believe the things that they were saying about Joker. I feel the same way about uh, what happened with Sonic. I think they thought that was a good design. They thought that people would not care. They thought that people would just take it lying down like many fans tend to. With I mean, think about a lot of franchises these days. A lot of people just take things lying down. Birds of prey. Nothing like the comics. Hey, no problem. (laughs) We'll make the movie anyway. Star Wars. Doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie anymore. Hey, it doesn't matter. Enough people are showing support for it. You have enough of that Normie support. It's fine. Sonic has never really had the limelight to be able to enjoy gaining Normie non-hardcore fan support. So when the fans saw that, they said, No, no, no. I say nay nay. This is not this is not Sonic, and that's why they were able to to get the the, the you know the things changed. The director was luckily uh, a common sense guy who said, "No, we're we're going to listen to the fans here," and they ended up making the changes. So I, I don't think it was a marketing ploy on their on their part. Um, I think it was a smart decision. They listened to the fans, and that's the reason why it did well. Uh, Kyle Wingster said, "Odin criticizes Sonic in his review a few months earlier. Odin gets a switch and buys Pokemon. Coincidence? Yeah, probably. You're right." You're right. Uh, Definitely a coincidence for sure. Uh, Over on DLive, Captain Dean Heiss says, "Uh, so you'll be streaming on Fat Tuesday? Uh, Probably. Uh, I don't really celebrate Mardi Gras. I've never understood it, really. It's something that always has just been very uh, overdone, overblown for me. I I don't drink. I think that it's lost the meaning because there's actually a Catholic uh, tradition called Shrove Tuesday. And the whole reason why Mardi Gras even exists is because you know, 40 days, you're about to go into 40 days of like fasting. And so what you would originally do is you would get rid of, um, you would get rid of all of your perishable items. So you would get rid of your eggs and your milk, and then you'd also have some flour around too. Okay. Well, what do you make with eggs and milk? And then you have some flour around cake. So you would feast on cake. You would feast on cake and all these other items, and you would have these giant feasts because you would say, this is all going bad in 40 days anyway, so let's get rid of it while we can, because we're about to fast. And so that's what it was originally all about. So that's something that I'm still fully supportive of because I think that that's a good way to get yourself in the mindset of, hey, we're about to enter into a solemn season. Um, so I still have plans to stream on Tuesday, um, but we'll see. As, as the K-Man says over in D-Live, let them eat cake. Yes, indeed. And also, Ryan stole my fan fiction story. Thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, for becoming a member over on YouTube. You're awesome. Ryan stole my fan fiction story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Welcome to the members club. Welcome to the green, green membership club. I appreciate you. All right. Let us see here. Uh, Tina says, Midnight's Edge discussed that on their show last night and they don't think it's true. That bad trailer was also shown at a convention and got bad feedback even then. Yeah, I don't think that it's true either. I just think it was them thinking they were smarter than what they actually were. (laughs) Let's see. Out of Step with Reality says, they should make a beer called Bifrost. I would would actually be interested to see if they have already made one called Bifrost because that just seems like a a common sense name. In fact, I kind of wonder I kind of wonder, did they and have they made that possibly in Epcot? Hmm. I wonder. I wouldn't know because I haven't been to Epcot. I haven't not, I have not been to Epcot in a very long time. Uh, but again, Laura Rice told my fan fiction story. Thank you for joining as a citizen of Asgard level. I appreciate that very much. Uh, let's see. Captain Wingster says, also, I have, have, I've, I've finally been recruited by Asgard's army and I request to, (laughs) I request to still be called captain. I paid off a lot of people to get this title and demand to be treated as such. Captain Wingster, man, you got it. (laughs) You got it, bro. Door to Hobbit says, what would Odin do? Do you airline chair recline without permission? Yes or no? Um, I usually don't recline at all, to be honest, because I feel bad. Um, But if I see there's a kid behind me, I'll recline. Like, if I see that there's a lot of space behind me and that's not going to be a problem, then I'll recline. I always do the look. I always look and say, all right, I look clear. I'm going to look back as I'm going back just to make sure I'm not messing up anything. But to be honest, I usually don't. I can't remember the last time I actually reclined in an airplane seat, to be honest. So... Probably for that very reason, because I'm not wanting to uh, to cause any tension. Uh, Captain Fonimo over on DLive says, It's just another reason to drink heavily and party. Exactly, Captain Fonimo, and that's why I, I've just never understood it. I've never liked it. Uh, it's it's silly in my head. I think that there are so many better things to do. And also, obviously, when I look at Fast Tuesday, I, I look at it for the spiritual uh, holiday that we're about to enter into. So actually I love it because it means tomorrow is Ash. It means the next day, uh, next Wednesday is Ash, is Ash Wednesday. Cause I, I actually, I've always loved the season of Lent because it's always a time where I can try and just get my head back on straight, you know, uh, to come back and, you know, always, there's always time. We should always try and get ourselves back on track outside of it too. Uh, but I've always loved it because it just, there's just something special to it. There's just something special to it, and I've always always enjoyed it. Uh, Adam over on DLive says, I will recline when I go see Mr. Peabody. It's a 28 to 32-hour flight. Damn, Adam, yeah. I I can understand why you would. (laughs) Spartan Jeremy says, I prefer the Klingon way. In ancient times, we killed, got rid of, our gods, the media, because they were more trouble than they were worth. (laughs) Spartan Jeremy, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Let's see. Hardwick says Patty Jenkins recently stated why she cast Chris Pro- Chris Pine as Steve Trevor by saying he's not beta at all. He's a super alpha who can absolutely wear his discomfort on his sleeve. <laughs> I kind of like that. I like that Patty Jenkins. If that is that, if I have, I mean obviously I haven't seen that so I can't quote it myself, but Patty Jenkins saying he's not a beta but an alpha, that's fantastic. <laughs> That's a fantastic quote. (laughs) Oh, man. Alice McCarthy says, you should have pulled a Jericho on them in the theater for talking. I could have. You're right. I could have pulled a Jericho, but I'm just not that kind of person. Spartan Jeremy says, old cars can survive EMPs as their electrical systems in most cases are non-essential things like radios. Ah, yes, that's a very good point. That's a very good point, my friend. Nathan Slay says, what animated movies scare the crap out of you? Ooh, as a kid um nightmare before christmas and i'll tell you what it was the scene with the monster underneath the stairs like the monster under the stairs creeped me out the creepiest part about nightmare before christmas though i am the clown with a tearaway face like that as soon as the face came off i was like as a kid i was like no i was terrified I was absolutely terrified. Uh, RB408, thank you very much for subscribing to the... That's the Welcome to Asgard channel. So thank you very much for subscribing. Um, Appreciate you. Uh, But yeah, definitely that movie and that specific scene. Uh let's see. Venom Broly 93 says, uh it remember when I went I remember when I went to see Mulan in cinema, then two to three full groups of school very young children appeared, and I knew the movie wouldn't be quiet. I almost slept during the first ten minutes. Oh no. You see, like that kind of movie I usually can put up with. Like, I don't mind kids, like, if I went to go see a film like the Lego Batman movie, I would expect that to have a lot of kids in it, but because I know there's gonna be a lot of content in there that I can enjoy, normally I can get past that. That's again, that that really comes back to why I'm being more critical of Sonic than a lot of people want me to, is because it, it did not have that same gripping factor. For me at least, right? Not not, not for me. Rob D says Do you think Disney Blu rays are overpriced? Almost every Disney Blu ray at my local Best Buy is 25. <laughs> Absolutely, they are. Yes absolutely they are completely overpriced and they're very rarely on sale and that's why you shouldn't even be buying from disney nowadays anyway right you should be buying your disney stuff used so that way disney doesn't get a dime from you i mean that that's my that's my thought process on it right because there are a lot of really great classic films that i would love to own on blu-ray um that are unfortunately owned by a current modern disney uh but yeah they're they're totally overpriced and they're very rarely on sale Uh, Sasha Neon says, you hear a part of Oregon wants to defect to Idaho because Portland is full of crazy lefties. I haven't heard that, uh, but I believe it because Portland is insane. And you know what? Good. I hope they do. I hope they do. (laughs) Give Idaho some more uh, electoral votes is what I say. Alex McCarthy says, you're welcome for the World War II Museum in Nolens. My mom helped the government side of things there. Really, Alex McCarthy? Nice, dude. That's awesome. I, I appreciate you. Thank you to Mama McCarthy. Thank you to Mama McCarthy. Out of with reality and Nitrium are posting all of the gifts and none of them are moving. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try it. They're dead, Jim, says out <laughs> They're dead, Jim. Damn it. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'll have to fix those or at least do the very best that I can to fix those. You know. I wish that it was more like DLive. DLive, they got the full, like it's a, it's a fuller image gif. You know it's already bad enough that YouTube's got to make your oh it's got to be a one by one image and I'm like really YouTube uh, but don't worry guys I'll, I'll take care of y'all I'll take care of y'all and if we can't get that going uh, my members uh, stay active on the uh, on the uh, community tab because uh, I can post messages just for members to see so I'll try and get if I can't get the gifts to start working. I'll, I'll get y'all's feedback about what kind of stickers y'all want, what kind of emojis y'all want, and I'll try and work that out, because I want you guys to have all the fun. I want you guys to be able to have access to all that kind of stuff. So uh, we will we will get all that stuff working out. Hardwick says, Paramount's, uh, Paramount's distribution chief, Chris Aronson, addressed Sonic by saying, if you don't listen to your customer, and this goes for any business, then you're going to fail, and it's very true. It's very true. When you fail to listen to your customers, they are going to reject you. And it's sad. It's really sad that there are companies out there that are so full of themselves, are so pompous, and they think they can do it on their own. They think, oh, we can just slap this name on the title and everyone's going to go see it no matter what. Sonic, I think, showed a lot of people that's not the case. Just like Joker, right? People wrote off Joker very quickly and Joker showed, hey, if you make a good movie, it doesn't matter if it's rated R or not, it's going to make money. You know, if it's a good movie, people will go to see it. If you build it, they will come, is as the old saying goes. It's my uh D Live community is just spamming all of the gifts over there uh because they're like, yep, we know we got everything. We know we got the random, we got the cool gifts over there. And that's something that I hope I can somehow get to work over on on YouTube at some point. Uh Alice McCart- uh sorry, Nitrium says, No, the gifts don't move, but they do show a static image. All right, gotcha. I'll have to fix that, Nitrium. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, I don't know the GIF is too small on my phone to tell if it's moving yet. Yeah, again, that's that's YouTube. They they make it It'd be a one by one image, which is just stupid. Like why I even have an image as an option if if it's gonna be that small. Uh 70B, thanks for letting me know. Hardwick says, Speaking of the Pacific Theater, have you received the Blu ray of Midway yet? Um no. I, I think I made a request. Maybe I did make a request, uh, and uh, has not come in yet if I did. Uh, Soul Assassin says, "Check out the Pacific and Band of Brothers, both great series. I have them. I have both, and I've yet to watch them yet because I've been lazy. I've been so damn lazy." Let's see. Captain Wingster says, "Odin, I'd also recommend Full Metal Alchemist for getting into anime." Uh, Tina then says, "Olive Garden, love those unlimited breadsticks and salads." And yes, we're finally here at Odin's movie Blog too. I haven't been to Olive Garden in years. I actually really I do like Olive Garden's unlimited breadsticks. Their breadsticks are just so good. They're just so delicious. Uh, so I, I do like Olive Garden. I just wasn't a big fan of the product placement in the movie. <laughs> it was a little too much for me. Zinewater says in regards to World War II Eastern theater, my great uncle was captured for almost the whole war, tortured to the point of losing feeling in his legs, never held a grudge against the Japanese. Damn. See, that's a hero right there. You know, that, that's someone who not only was mistreated, but was able to find it in his heart to forgive. Right. And I think that that's an amazing quality to have. So shout out, uh, you know, shout out to your great uncle. Because that's an amazing, I mean, not everyone can do that. Uh, Captain K-Man, or, or, or rather simply the K-Man. Thank you for the ice cream over on d Live. So neon says, well, one good thing about the collapsing of the industry is no more annoying people in the row. So yeah, that is also true. Less people overall. Hybern then says, It certainly was focused on the Japanese losing on its side from the bombing, but I can't recall on the movie where the Japanese were betrayed like the Nazis massacring others. Yeah, I can't either. Alex then says, I heard there was a Fast and Furious reference in Sonic. You know me in that glorious Fast saga. Oh, yes, I do. And uh, yes, I believe there was. Bruce then says, Shout out to the other anime fans in the chat. I have several shelves full of anime myself. Bruce, the anime master. Uh, Jeremy Swiggs, I enjoyed the World War II movie Unbroken. Unbroken was okay. It was fine. I uh, wasn't a huge crazy fan, but it was fun. It was fun. Um, as Ryan stole my fanfiction story stories. Waving in the chat. Let's see. Venom uh, Broly says, In anime, you should try and give Cobra Space Adventure the original series from the 80s. 32 episodes, not the recent series. Just after you finish to watch Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yes, again, so many things that I still need to watch. Um, summertime is, is my <laughs> I've gotten to the point now where summer is my plan to finally watch all this stuff uh, Edgar Martinez says anime in World War II, Grave of the Fireflies yes I have it and that's a movie that I've always been trying to find the right day to watch it because I hear it is just so sad uh, and I, I've just not been in the mood yet to be able to uh, sit down with that film yet but I own it I own it because I've heard that it is an excellent film despite it being sad alright Chat jumped on me once again. Looks like no comments were skipped. Always love that. Always makes me happy to say that. Um, let's see. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras stream next week. Uh, it'll be a Shrove Tuesday stream next week. Because uh, that's just the kind of person that I am. <laughs> father then says, "Also if you have beads, you go to Also if you have beads, you need to go to confession." Nope. Uh the only beads that I have are my rosary beads, Father. Don't you worry. <laughs> Jeremy swig says, "Uh it started as Comics Gate, but I think EVS wants to get Jeremy more involved and make it equally fandom menace. And yes, I know of whom you speak. He shall not be named." Yes, he shall not. And that might be true. That's just not what I'm getting on the, you know, that's not what I'm hearing from from others. So and as we know with Gate, they are a very, very passionate group. And I think that no matter how hard they try, they're going to be the ones to take it over. And I, not really my thing. Sizer then says, you heard of Netflix Lock and Key been recommended, but I haven't found it engaging thus far. Heard of it. Haven't actually watched it yet. Hyper then says, Let's not forget that Up was nominated for Best Picture aside the animated, besides the animated category, and yet Spirited Away and Mononoke were snubbed. Academy is a joke. Even though I will say this much, Up was a great film. I thoroughly enjoyed Up. I loved Up, but you're right. Uh, I would say that Studio Ghibli films have been snubbed a hell of a lot at the Academy, and there's so many other examples as to why the Academy is a joke. And that's why we have the Raven Awards, and this year's was a lot of fun.